Art Scene Now on WVIA to mark the Year of the Tiger, a conversation recorded before the COVID-19 pandemic. captivated by the melodies her mama would play on the piano. Zhu Mei was able to develop a remarkable career as a concertizing pianist and teacher based in Paris. And she tells her story in a memoir titled The Secret Piano. She grew up in China and attended the Beijing Conservatory during the Cultural Revolution. She was forced to watch her professors being beaten and bloodied, piles of musical scores being burned, and she and her fellow musicians packed off to work camp in Inner Mongolia. At the moment of her release, she writes, At the camp, we had all been on an equal footing. Now, this was no longer the case. On the one hand, there were those who were lucky enough to have been given an interesting posting and to have a real position. On the other hand, there were those whose artistic careers had been destroyed by the camp, like the dancers whose bodies had changed so radically they would never return to the stage. Finally, there were those who, like me, felt as though their country had rejected them. Yes, I was free, but I was anxious and bitter I looked back and reflected on the lost years, on the music I hadn't played and the books I hadn't read. I thought about the love I hadn't been able to give my family, how grandmother had died alone, how I suspected my father of being a spy, about how my dignity had been taken from me, about the acts I had committed.
but she credits the power of music with keeping alive the last spark of humanity in her very soul. And it was Bach, she feels, and his music that really brought her back to life. Ultimately, now, she writes, after everything I have experienced, I cannot take an intellectual approach to music. When I play, I try to speak to people, to tell them something, to show them the beauty of a work, to move them. Having an audience is crucial for me. Some of my fellow artists assert that they play for themselves rather than for an audience. I take the exact opposite approach. My goal is to share with others. Humanity is the truth of music. What is important to me is that I may be able to reach one person, someone who is not a musician, that I might be able to reveal a part of his or her humanity, of our shared humanity, of which he or she may be unaware. And one day, who knows, perhaps this may help that person to speak out when what is essential is threatened. The Secret Piano, from Mao's labor camps to Bach's Goldberg Variations by Zhu Zhaomei, translated by Ellen Hinsey. It is a very moving story, and it was shared with us by Dr. Kathy Wong, who grew up in Beijing during the Cultural Revolution as well, and whose family was endangered by her passion for music, as we'll soon learn. Not only was Western classical music condemned, but also traditional folk instruments like the one she plays here. In a somewhat wonderful irony, as hard and as violently as the communist regime tried to suppress music and the arts, somehow there were musicians and artists who were able to prevail. And Kathy Wong was able to return to her country 40 years later and to perform music on the Great Wall of China, the preeminent symbol of China in the world. Kathy Wong is a doctor of endocrinology and Chinese medicine. She was born and raised in Beijing. She's a graduate of the Inner Mongolia Medical College, where she earned her doctorate medical degree specializing in internal medicine and endocrinology. She has an extensive career, including the opportunity to participate in the States in genetic endocrinology research at the University of Iowa, neuroscience study at the Albany Medical Center. She served as senior chemist with LabCorp's Pharmaceutical Development Group, an affiliate of Duke and UNC Chapel Hill Medical Colleges. And she has settled in northeastern Pennsylvania. Dr. Wong and Greg Dolly, who is a retired engineer, a keyboard player, and composer, were two of the musicians who went off to China to play music, and we had a chance to hear their stories. I grew up in a very special period during the Cultural Revolution, and the, everything is really political. Actually, traditional Chinese, they really loved the music. 
but the Cultural Revolution started, and they pretty much consider that it's all the bourgeoisie, not the regular people supposed to be enjoyed. So we're very wrong, but that's entire society, political, just strictly cut that way. So for anyone want to play piano, and most families cannot afford a piano, then certain people try to save their valuable like a record at that time. They have to dig a hole inside the house someplace and bury them, and put isolation like protect around the window and door, and hide there to listen to their record and cannot be let the other people know. And also that is a mostly it's a high educated people. Some people come back from overseas. At least they have the equipment like that, the mono record player or something. Otherwise, you just couldn't do at all. So I consider myself pretty lucky, and、uh, my family high educated and love the music. I have opportunity. At least my mom have very good voice. She was a, a singer in the Xinsheng Choir Group right before the New China started, and contributed a lot for the women's right movement and all the. Use their voice to light up entire societies, women, everything. So I think I got that part very lucky. Also, we all live in like a condo building that, and the, my piano teacher in the like third level flat on top of us. So somehow I be able to follow the, his student go to his home. When the student have lessons, I'm stand there. I just invited myself just to go with it, so that's how I started to learn my piano. And the, my piano teacher looked at me. I realized you really want to learn, but all our family member all use this piano, and you have to find a piano to practice. As long as you can find a piano to practice, I will teach you. So I'm so happy had this、I、come back to my parents. Professor Zheng told me. He will teach me if I can have a piano to play, and the things my parents is a professor in the college. They know a lot of their colleague in the music department, and the music department have a lot of practice room. So that's set. So I'm the one after school run to the music department to practice over there. So that's how I started to learn my piano basic. And also I'm always interested about the traditional Chinese. Instrument and music, and at that time I be able to find a guzheng, which I'm play until now. Actually, I'm I like the guqin, but at that time never can see it. So find a guzheng, but the things all bended, and they took the bridge out. Only have a couple broken string or something. That's it. But happened all come from this piano learning. My piano teacher's technician. He is the First one to made the piano, first piano in China. So he used the piano wood to make the whole sets bridge for me, because he over here my piano teacher Professor Zheng said I'm started learning guzheng, just able to find the one without a bridge. No one asked him do anything. He did by himself voluntarily. And the very late night, I still remember. I still had the the bridge one with me. And knock the door and say, "This is a bridge for you. 
don't say any words, don't tell anyone, and just practice the best as you can. Oh, I always want to write some article to memorize him. Such a nice person. I just feel fortunately God really helped me always. Like from through this one, when I started teaching in the high school, at that time the education system all break down. So after high school, I have an opportunity to teach in the high school, and happened in the far away the country. Like a, the number one school in the city had an old piano, like a really you no know, out of tone everything, and same technician ride a bicycle with his help at least thirty three miles just just for fix that piano for me and the lunchtime can practice and everything is never talk about the money just for encourage young people willing to love music I feel. Really touched entire my life. Every time come to that point, I will think, I will play just for them, to memorize them. So and also I be able to learn from them, encourage all the young generation love the music too, and how important. Imagine taking a risk. It wasn't just that he was doing it for free and knowing that you love the music and making that bridge available to you, but putting his life、mm-hmm. in danger. If someone. Will find it, and he did it. Of course, he will be criticized, and can be put in the jail. Can all these kinds of problem, but lucky enough, we work in the college environment, so everyone all know this thing. It's good for the young student. It's not against anything at all. Also, for my first couple music scores, like journey, and all the basic, we China music education followed. With the Russian, very strictly, that's the entire theory. We couldn't find any music score at all when you learn. And lucky enough, my dad's best friend, he was a professor in the library, so selected all different books for the library. And at that time, libraries all the foreign print book all be locked, but he know where they are. So he helped my dad find this. Whole series, the music scores for me. Also, just on the checkout counter, no one able to find it. You couldn't check out, not for public. But the things my dad is pretty famous over there, so he got it. Also, tell me that Professor Wang, you know we have a policy. If you lost the library book, you have to pay three times fine. That's it. Okay, so my. Dad definitely paid three times fine because you have no way to buy that score from any bookstore for that ten fifteen years nothing, and actually I still have them the fabric the material or like a, almost gone like a changed color or like a very fragile, so ten years or fifteen years ago I be able to get into the like a stable, I recopied them. And rebound them, but I saved entire the sets. Still have the the stamp mark for the our teachers universities stamps. I I would just protect them like a treasure. There you couldn't use them to play, but I did reproduced, copied just for memory. And it also tells us how important music 
is to us as humans, that people would take risks, that you would treasure those, can we say, overdue or lost library books, and how valuable it was to have access to those scores so that you could learn and develop and grow that way. And I have a grow-up girlfriend. She happened to just came over. Both of us grew up in that music department. She followed another teacher, and I followed mine. And we're talking about the score this time. We just met this year, and she still remember how valuable I purchased score sheets, a book for her, so her teacher can hand copy all the scores she needs to practice. She is a piano major. I'm getting the medical school, but she's staying the music. That that's how she had her score. The teacher not only teacher also in nighttime copy all the score because teacher couldn't find any duplicate at that time. No copy machine. Everything I'm talking about like 40 years ago. But we really like a memory everything until today. Was the music something that sustained you who loved music to get through those rigorous years? It is. I think uh, at that time, I always feel doesn't matter what's outside the political movement is, as long as I can play my piano and uh, seem like it's so easy to communicate with you. That's really, it's my soul, it's my soul friend. That's until today, I always focus on the music. Not because the train just, of course, probably I love music from the first place, but it do really give you a lot of energy, like to quiet you down and seem like you can use the instrument to express your feeling. And uh, of course, uh, later on, it developed to be a, a healing process. You mentioned medical school, and you went on to become a doctor with a specialty in the Western style, right? Yeah. And yet you have been able to blend Eastern and Western senses of healing and medicine in your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Greg, tell us about this adventure that you all took. What happened? Well, I think adventure is the best word. Kathy pretty much started the process of arranging for us, the two of us, Kathy and I, and some music, local musical friends to travel to China. And we entertained for an international medical congress, the GI Cancer, yeah. which is pretty top level conference. They lead the entire entire world internationally. The treatment it's acting like a bridge. They every two years host by the country to exchange how we treated the GI cancer and the very high standard. And the thing that made this special was it was the first time in this series that China and Beijing was hosting because this medical congress. Every two congress. years, one country hosted. Happened this one. It's the first time hosted by there. And lucky enough, I purposely I went to attend the conference to learn how the traditional Chinese medicine treat the cancer, how to contribute from that level. They have one session there, a pretty small session. But happened that it's my old classmate in charge. He is a chair. So I mentioned to him, I said, I need to help you in a way. But how about this? We have like a musician group from here. We just do the entertain in the Congress. Oh, he is so happy to hear this. I said, no problem. 
but we never realized. No problem. <laughs> there they, were a lot of problems. Yeah, actually, they, a lot of they paid everything. Our flight, our hotel, everything they hold. I feel so embarrassed. I think this entire life I'm having the, the like uh, used other people's benefit like this. But we had a very good chance. Five of our local Pennsylvania musician, and showed up yeah. on, on there. So that became pretty much then from that point my task to coordinate this. And you're talking about going overseas with all the logistics and putting together a group to do this. My background is, though I was an engineer, is a career, but we had a lot of, a lot of difficulties. And we're lucky this. enough to have Greg as a music director, so put the, all the program together, how we started to play, how to end, like a really fit in the situation. And I'm able to take care of sort of the technical logistics part of it. We had to rent some equipment. Yeah, um, keyboard. PA equipment. We, we can run like speaker. The others we packed with. Yeah. We have two yeah. suitcases, huge suitcases, yes. just for the, all the wires, yeah. all the things. Kathy's because you don't want to know when you arrive there and everything is not fit. So. That's exactly right. I think mm-hmm. I had a satchel with about 30 pounds of wires and cables and spare stuff, you know, uh, that you, you had to have. And power issues, things, everything you had to worry about because you could not, like, run back home to get something. Kathy's instrument, for those who've never seen it, is about five feet long. It's like a harp with 21 strings on it and uh, very delicate. The things I went to the Could, home country for the instrument, so no problem for me to have one. Happened to my relative, I have one too, so I'm just used there. So reduce the one ship shaping. And we actually performed twice with the Medical Congress, once at their opening reception, and one is the closing. Now, one thing we didn't quite realize what we got ourselves into, there were 3,000 people <laughs> at this, and it was held It was held in the National Convention Center, recently built right adjacent to the Olympic Complex. So this was a big deal. We were, we were very pleased with the response to the music. And then the, the final day, they had a rooftop reception cocktail party, and we were all set up. Oh, it's a wonderful, it's yeah. such a great uh, experience. Yeah. yeah, we're very proud. Couldn't find it. any better. And it was mm-hmm. very inspiring, too, for us that here's Kathy returning to her home, hometown, and basically bringing back music. After we settled that, that everything, and I somehow made a connection with the new fusion jazz bar in Beijing. Beijing, it's not really popular for jazz before. Somehow this couple of years is really high. And a lot of places use this traditional courtyard house, old house. Still stay the same way. It's very old, aged, but they convert it to a bar, music bar. It's barely for jazz. And they have a group. So somehow someone lead me, American trained and really popular in Beijing. And he's a saxophone player. So he knows one of my friends, and so I got in contact with this group for booking this place. So I'd be so easy to book a <laughs> bar for us, our group, without a, attend the Congress yet, we already so in we that had, bar. We had a dress rehearsal at the Jianghu Bar, which uh, is, means serendipity. In anyway. Beijing, it's yeah. a lot of popular. But the, the most highlight in our yeah. journey, it's I always... Think for everyone probably think the Great War. It's it's the great place to to visit everything. But how about the we 
if we can get a chance to play the music on top of the Great Wall. <laughs> Tell me, Kathy, you're crazy. I, I started no contact with a friend, everything, everyone in China. This is impossible. They set up so many like restrictions, and it's a national monument or world cultural site, heritage site. So because if you go up there, they need to consider to protect the stone, everything. But lucky enough, I break through the contact and got all the permission in. That's the only spa in the most popular Great Wall sizing. We have one plug, pretty much, because we need the power permission for us. So we couldn't believe it just happened. The timing wise is pretty good too. As soon as we finished the last performance in the, uh, Congress, next day we whole group went up to the Great Wall. We set up. Everything and oh, also one important for Pennsylvania is because I graduated from King's for their management program, and I'm doing the recruit, help them to recruit the student internationally, and that's opportunity I put on to do for King's. So we have a bigger red slogan for King's also, so let the people know there's a King's in state, not only Harvard. What did you choose to play on the Great Wall? What did you think was appropriate? Well, we did the same kind of program. We did we did the up sort of the upbeat uh, music because we found that we attracted a bunch that wanted to dance. So uh, when we did the fiddle square dance, we had a whole bunch of people out there doing a square dance or waltz uh, or whatever. So we we tried to really entertain, and it was very rare. I was doing a little bit of looking and. It wasn't until 1983 that the first Western musicians ever played on the Great Wall. They were the Irish group, the Chieftains. We're the six. So <laughs> it's been, you know, maybe because we were small and kind of stealthy, we were able to make something like this happen. And it was beautiful. The Great Wall, unfortunately, you can't see what I'm showing Erica here in terms of photographs, but our setting was down in a valley, a large pagoda. And uh, that became the backdrop for our stage. It really is great. I, I could only walk up about half of it. I keep thinking, after play on this stage, I don't expect any other stage anymore. That's it. And yeah. behind us, there's a special site for the ancient treat, like a horse track. And the, so very strongly marked there. That's a site everyone visit there they want to see. And we left our Pennsylvania musician a track on top of there. That's the highlight for our trip. Another thing you have to know is uh, I'm not a surprise. And when we play certain piece, like Country Road, all the Chinese audience, they can sing along with. They knew Country Road? Yeah, huh? yeah. very exciting to see the universality of music. Whatever culture it is, people can respond to good music. Did you have any sense of a larger political climate? Did you feel any impingement at all around you about what might be taking place on the world stage? No, I just feel pretty free. The air, it's now yeah. and the medical, it's medical research and the high level there. And the, on top of the wall, we just feel really just free. You just feel completely different. Like 40 years ago, I did it past the same same place, same spa on top of the Great Wall when I'm the medical school student. And the situation is quite different. It's Of course, there's not that much tours. 
and uh, I'd met group uh, Japanese traveler. That's very beginning the time. They try to take the picture with me, and I feel so scared at that moment because you know the Japan with China have the history, really not friendly because of the the war, and I feel. Oh my goodness! I shouldn't take the picture with them. That's in my mind at that time. That's forty years ago, and that's why I do not have any picture with them. I never want to ask for the contact. That picture just for myself, my friend with we take each other. That's my favorite picture. I always think someday I probably will met someone in that group because it's a very bigger group from Japan. And they took lot of picture. They like to take a picture with me together because I'm a Chinese student. Because it's different for them. In all what we were doing, there was no sense of tensions or anything. When you get down to the grassroots level of people, people are people. It's not on people's minds. Did you get to attend the session on traditional Chinese? Yes, I did. There's four days on the Congress, and the, as a two day, we have no performance. So one of my cousin lead them to tour the cities. So, so I have to attend my congress. That's the major thing for me, actually, that I did. One thing that was nice we were able to do for this medical group there is Kathy had the idea. She said, "Gee, Greg,、um, I've been writing music for a long time, piano music." And she said, "Gee, why don't you take a selection of songs, put them together, and let's get a CD printed." And we can hand this out、so、to the attendees. Appreciates. Yeah, and there was one one piece that I had, which was called "For the Suffering Ones," that I had written some time in the past, and、uh, it kind of became the heart of the the CD. We just put a lot of kind of emotionally deep pieces. Again, just solo piano, and、uh, it was a nice idea. We got them. We got them made in China. And a couple days before the. Congress started and we received the box, so they are so appreciative.、Yeah. Think about all the doctor international wise,、yeah. and they are so glad on their package. Everyone had a、so、little souvenir for the suffering ones. It really fit the situation. One thing to、uh, mention for your listeners is Mike Haddock is very comfortable with working with YouTube, YouTube. and、uh, he's a YouTuber. With his stonemasonry business, but he also puts videos on that relate to travel. Like in this case, the Great Wall, how was it built, and all of that. So what he did is, as we were going along, he created a video of our journey, a short video, about ten minutes, and it's easily able to be searched for. All you would have to do is at YouTube type in "New World Ensemble in China," a New World Ensemble in China. And it would come right up, and you would be able to see a lot of what we were talking about. Greg Dolly, retired engineer, keyboardist, composer, and music director of the New World Ensemble, and musician Kathy Wong, doctor of endocrinology and Chinese medicine, speaking about their remarkable journey to perform with. The New World Ensemble at an international medical congress in Beijing, culminating in a performance on the Great Wall of China—a very rare event, as we heard. We have a chance to see some of their performances online on YouTube. New World Ensemble China on YouTube. New World Ensemble 
China. A conversation recorded before the COVID-19 pandemic, speaking with Dr. Kathy Wong and Greg Doley, and you can see some of the photos and videos from the New World Ensemble's visit to China and performing on the Great Wall of China. And also, we were fortunate enough to have Dr. Wong as a guest on Keystone Edition Arts on January 17th, and that video is online at wvia.org under Keystone Edition Arts. And in the course of that conversation at the end of the half-hour program, we will hear her play the guzhong and talk about the healing that she does with her instrument. So you can go to YouTube, New World Ensemble in China, and also on the WVIA website, wvia.org, and just look for Keystone Edition, and you can see January's program, which was dedicated to medicine and the arts.